This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about the 2002 movie Bend It Like Beckham and fortune cookies. It is February 2023. No, it's not. It's 2024. (laughs) And you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. It's 2024. It is. I've been having having a harder time with the year change this year than in past years. Hmm. Like, I just got really used to 2023. Like, writing 24 feels, like, really weird. And usually by February, I'm used to it. But, like, I still, I don't remember the last time I even wrote 24. (laughs) I think I've still been writing 23. (laughs) Yeah. How about you, Evan? Do you get, get screwed up at the beginning of the year? Not really. <laughs> it's already like a month in though, and I'm still not used to it. Yeah. And apparently not you either. Apparently, yeah. I don't know why. I just kind of blurted it out, but uh, oh well. Anyway, welcome everyone. Let's get started this week with our pop culture news. Who would like to go first? I'll go first, I guess. So my news is I was just watching like a kind of funny random compilation from the internet video and like one of the clips was people on a ride and then something comes out and they get really scared and guess what ride it was? Oh, Cat in the Hat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did I know that? <laughs> on the ride, the thing one and thing two came out and they started screaming and it like validated something deep inside me. And then I looked up uh, Cat in the Hat ride universal scary and there's all sorts of videos of people going on the ride and screaming. Because <laughs> it's a scary there's ride. There's one video that's like... It's like a 40-minute video of just random clips and, like, with horror music in the background. (laughs) And after watching that, I'm like, how could this not be a horror ride? It's so scary, though. I I just don't see it. I I should send you the 40-second video because that's pretty scary. I really want to watch it Dad, I think your eyes were closed on that whole ride if you didn't see anything scary. Because, like, the random... It was, like, there was bright lights everywhere, but it felt dark. It was like sometimes it was complete like darkness, and that's like there'd be flashing lights, or like there, there there would be lights, but they'd be bright green lights. So for those who don't know, this is this is a ride at Universal, and we talked about it on our on a podcast that we did a while ago, talking about theme parks, and one of them we talked about Universal, and we spent quite a bit of time talking about this ride, the uh, Cat in the Hat ride, and you two decided that it was scary. If we didn't it decide, was objectively scary. <laughs> we stated that it was scary. Okay, you do stated it was scary. When, when you're like in complete darkness, and then suddenly there's a flash of light and a bang on a piano, and then like a really creepy animatronic thing, one playing it, that's like objectively scary. Okay, you'll have to send me that clip. I'd like to watch it. Maybe we sure. could link it to our show notes. <laughs> okay, Evan, you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, I'll go. Okay. The newest Avatar show has come out. Not the Avatar movie series, but Avatar The Last Airbender. Featuring Aang, the last airbender. It Originally, Avatar was a Nickelode- Nickelodeon cartoon. Nickelodeon. <laughs> it was a Nickelodeon cartoon produced in like the early 2000s, I think. Following a boy's journey to saving the world from an evil tyrant overlord and now after a long time it is in a good live action production you've been watching a lot of it i'm on episode three out of eight okay 
You finished episode three? No. Oh, okay. I'm just on it. I couldn't finish it because I had other things to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've watched the first episode. Lene, you've watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. We'll have to finish it up and then talk about the whole show. On Avatar Month. Avatar Month. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about doing that too, having an Avatar Month. For years, we've For talked years. about it. All right, my news this week is that Apple TV is going to have a new series coming out. I'm not sure quite when. I haven't, I haven't seen a, a time on it yet. But it's going to be based on a book called Neuromancer by William Gibson. Have either of you heard of that book? I've heard of William Gibson. I've heard of neither. Neither, okay. <laughs> so Neuromancer was a... Oh, wait, how's it spelled? Neuromancer, N-E-U-R-O-M-A-N-C-E-R, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a genre-defining book, I guess I would, I would call it. It's, it's the first book that kind of coined the term cyberpunk. Oh, and pretty much any cyberpunky movie that follows is you can just see how it was based so much on this book the matrix ghost in the shell all these kind of things and i actually read it last year for the first time and i guess my problem with it was that i have, i'm so used to things now that this book felt very antiquated to me it didn't really do much for me, but I think that's just because it was the first of its kind. And, and back then it was sort of mind-blowing, and now it's just, it kind of feels like, yeah, this has all been done before. But the problem is, is that the book was the first thing that actually did that this kind of jacking into the Matrix kind of stuff. And so anyway, Apple TV is going to be making a series out of it, and I guess they're looking the lead role to maybe go to Robert Pattinson, they could just Isn't that give like it to Cedric me. Diggory? Yep, plays Cedric Diggory. Played Batman. He was the he was one of the vampires in the uh, that Twilight series. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. It if it comes out, I will definitely watch it and see what it's like. Sounds fun. All right. With that said, let's move on to this week's topic, which is the 2002 movie Bend It Like Beckham. I like the way you say that name, Dad. Yeah, you sound like British. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah, you have like an emphasis on the Beckham. (laughs) Okay. Well, welcome back, everyone. This week, we watched the, as I mentioned, the 2002 movie, Bend It Like Beckham. It actually came out 2002 in in England. It actually didn't hit the U.S. until a year later, 2003. 20 years ago. Oh, wait, no. 21 years ago. (laughs) Stop making this mistake. (laughs) So it. Uh, I'll describe it as a sports comedy drama movie. It centers on 18-year-old Jess, whose actual name is Jess Minder. And she's of British, Indian, Punjabi Sikhs. (laughs) And the movie centers on her wanting to grow up and her parents kind of not wanting her to grow up. She wants to play soccer. Her parents want her to stay at home and learn to cook and get married. And she meets another 18-year-old, Jules, and she invites her to join a local women's soccer team and hijinks and lying and (laughs) growing ensue. And yeah, we get an ending where they both end up kind of getting what they want, right? So I don't know, that's 
just kind of spoiler. the movie in a nutshell. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for a 20-plus-year-old <laughs> movie. Well, you know, they do get what they want. That is kind of the movie in a nutshell, although I'm leaving out a lot. So, what did you two think of this? It was an interesting movie. I enjoyed your very first comment about it, Evan, when we were watching it. I don't know if you remember. I don't. It had to do with Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. The main character, like, the family is the exact same dynamic as Miss Marvel. Yeah. Like, there's a sibling getting married soon, and then the girl discovers that she has, like, a secret thing that she's now has to hide from her family while it interferes with her whole life. And the mom is, like, really old-fashioned and not wanting her to do anything new. The dad is, like, kind of the chill person. Yeah, it does seem to draw a lot from it. It is very similar in that in that respect. And they go to a different country. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that was going to be one of the main things I mentioned. Because I just think, was this an inspiration for Ms. Marvel? Or were they, is that just such a dynamic in these households? Yeah, I was, I was wondering that too, because it does seem... It does seem similar other than the, the superhero, but yeah, just the, uh, the, you know, being about that age, high school age, uh, having trouble with your parents, you know, having some secret thing and yeah, and pretty much everything you said. And then I guess one thing I was thinking of is that, so, so when this movie came out, it was, it, it was written by, written and directed by a woman named uh, Gurinder Chandra. Uh, who is also of Indian descent, and and in just reading about her bio, she she's really interested in making these movies about cultural differences or culture, you know, how cultures mesh and how they. Some people want to hold on to their culture, and then that, that's really hard, and and because you go to a new country, and then your kids want to adopt those cultures, and so I I think you know that that's part of what makes this movie interesting to watch. But but at the same time, it feels like Miss Marvel, which is 20 years later. And I was thinking to myself, are we still having these same cultural clashes and it, it hasn't advanced in 20 plus years? I, I found that kind of interesting to think about. I mean, yeah, because there's still like people immigrating and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess they're right. Yeah. There are always people immigrating. Do you have friends in school that have kind of a cultural thing where they can't do stuff or yeah, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do. None of my friends are like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Linnea, so what do you, what's your initial thoughts about this movie? Mm, yeah. It reminded me a lot of Miss Marvel. <laughs> yeah. I thought, it, I thought it was cute. I like how it focuses on, on the relationship between the two girls. Mm-hmm. And you know how they kind of stick up for each other, how they fight with each other, how they make up. Do, does it seem real? Does it seem like a real relationship? Could you could you see that, or yeah. does it just seem movie relationship? A bit of both. It changes depending on the time. I, I feel like some moments are a bit outlandish, but other ones seem pretty common. What was outlandish? Um, mostly like the parents' reactions to stuff. And also some of their like over the top emotions. Mm. I don't know. Okay, like probably like Jules mom. Yeah. Yeah, Jules mom struck me as really kind of over the top movie mom. She just seemed like a, a character and not a real person. Whereas I think Jess Minda's parents, they felt real to me. Yeah. 
I think the dad for Jules felt real. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Her dad, and and I like you know I I think that's a good male role model too. Is the dad was really sticking up for his daughter. You want to play soccer? Yeah, let's play soccer. Yeah, you know he's all excited, <laughs> and the mom is like, no, we gotta go shopping for bras and well, stuff this like that. You know? Movie also kind of reminded me of Turning Red. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Another, another cultural kind of. Different culture. Different culture, but yeah, but it's still, you're trying to fit in, in in a new or a different culture, yeah. So is the sports aspect of it interesting to you at all? Like, uh, you know, I watching it now, I'm thinking, oh, it's kind of like Ted Lasso in a way. You got yeah, soccer. And... I'm always glad when it's about soccer, because that's like the only sport I understand. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like just so simple. You kick the ball into the thing, and then you get points. <laughs> And like with football, like what's even going on there? <laughs> like, I don't know. Same with me. I know all the soccer positions and stuff. And different. I mean, you don't even need to know the positions to know what's going on in the game. You're like, oh, the ball's getting closer there. Oh, they're kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> with football, you can't even see the ball because they're all on top of each other. So this is one thing I was thinking of in like just comparing it to to Ted Lasso, where. When they're playing soccer, you actually kind of feel some tension and, and things going on. Did, I didn't really feel that much watching them play. Did you? At I feel all? like whether they win or lose wasn't like the main focus. Mm. Like it wasn't Ted Lasso, so like it wasn't that there wasn't that much tension. The tension was more like their relationships and the dynamics and stuff. Sure. So it's less about the sports. The sports is just a backdrop to their relationship. Yeah, because I feel like you could take out soccer and, like, replace it with, like, any passion, really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Whereas in Ted Lasso, I feel like it definitely has to be soccer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that is, like, the main joke of the show. A football coach joins British football. Sure. Okay. In the movie, they so Jules and Jess become friends, and then they have this, this falling out, and they, they fight. Was that fight believable, or did they make up... I don't know. That whole thing felt really weird to me. I didn't really like the romance in this movie in general. Because, uh-huh. like, the whole thing is that they they both like their coach, which mm. I thought was weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a good-looking guy. I mean, you're like, right. Maybe in the movie they have, like, similar ages, but the actors look completely different ages, too. Mm. Like, the coach looked really old, and, like, the actors playing Jez Minder, like, she looked like 12, and I was just really uncomfortable anytime there oh, okay. was, like, romance. Yeah, they were both, they were both, like, 18 years old, the, uh, the actresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Jess Minder was played by Parminder Nagra, and Jules was played by Kara Knightley. And this was, like, this was Kara Knightley's breakout movie role. As I mentioned, she was 18 when she made this. She'd been acting since she was about six, I read. But after this, she just became a star overnight. She was in you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, and everyone wanted her in their movie. So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much to say. So, yeah, the, the so the less about the romance, it just... I was wondering about that, because I think... People nowadays, or people your age nowadays, aren't that interested in romantic kind of movies, right? Or at least no. I've read that. 
don't know if that's a generalized thing. I'm interested in ones that are good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't find this one good. Everything nowadays is I felt is like tropes. it was like shoehorned in. Mm, okay. I feel like it's not that we're not interested in romance now. It's that we're realizing that like romance, the world doesn't revolve around it. So sure. we don't need to put it into every movie. Okay. Because yeah. for me, this was a movie about like friendship, like following your dreams. Like why do we need romance mm. in it? It mm-hmm. felt like you could take the romance out and it'd be the same movie. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. That's a, that's a valid point. Yeah, the romance doesn't even really make sense for me at some times. And it's just weird. Like, it's a coach and, like, a player? <laughs> that's really creepy. <laughs> Not just one player, too. Two different both players. players. <laughs> and he's flirting with both of them. He's playing both of the players. Yeah. You know, anything else you want to mention about the movie? I just wish that the conflict between, like, Kira Knightley and Jez... Like, <laughs> I, only, I don't know the actress's name. Yeah. <laughs> but... I wish the conflict had been about something else, like something relating more to like sports or their passion or stuff, and not just sure. we like the same guy. Like, like <laughs> maybe one of them gets a scholarship and the other one didn't, or yeah, something. Yeah, that they were so both much trying, more interesting. Yeah, or they were both trying for one one role and one of them got it or something. Yeah. Um, I think my final thought. I th- I thought the music was really good. Oh, okay. I enjoyed most of the music that they chose for different. Songs, yeah, I remember thinking, or, or, especially at the end of the movie, I really enjoyed that music. And they, in the end credits, they had every all the actors sing a song. I thought that was fun. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of Indian movies do that. Mm-hmm. Like they they kind of do this outtakes thing where everyone is, is dancing and singing. Yeah, that's always kind of fun to see. All right. Well, with that said, should we just give it a rating? What, what? Sure. Okay. I'll go first. I'm going to give it like a... Five or a five point five. Oh, that's low. I know it just kind of seems like an average movie for me. It's just kind of filled with a bunch of tropes, and though the story is interesting at times, it's it's also just things that I've seen before. It's kind of the same problem that you have, as you mentioned, the pop culture reference, Dad. Mm-hmm. I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten. That's it's just like the the weird love triangle that bothered me the most in this movie. But I thought everything else was pretty good. I thought the families were good. Uh, Julia's mom was a little weird. <laughs> Julia? Was that her name? Jules. <laughs> Jules. I'm glad I wasn't just well, making that up because I was her, like, where did I get Julia from? <laughs> yeah, that's her nickname. Her name, yeah, her name is Julia. Okay, okay. Juliet Paxton, but she goes by Jules. But yeah, I thought the it was a fun movie. Yeah. It, it's funny. I I can't remember if I saw this in the theater or if I saw it on video. I I feel like for a while when it came out, it 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 was everywhere. I I feel like everyone was talking about it, but then just reading about it, it only had a very limited release here in the U.S. So I I'm second guessing myself that that maybe I didn't see it in the theater. I, I may have just mm-hmm. rented it. And I remember really liking it at the time, but then when we just rewatched it just this last week. I was thinking, eh, it's it's okay. It's not it's not as good as I remembered it. And again, that could be just because it's there's so many other things that have come out since then that maybe I like a little better. But um, yeah, I I think at the time it was it was a a good movie, and you know it had a nice strong relationship between two female leads, and you know the sports thing was kind of fun. So I think I'm going to give it. Um, I'd give it a, a 7 out of 10. Nice. All right. Well, there we go. That's our thoughts on the movie Bend It Like Beckham. 
Now on to Fortune, Fortune cookies. cookies. Mine is Don't be afraid to take a chance when the opportunity of a lifetime appears. Yeah, Evan. Oh, that's a good one. It's kind of about this movie. My fortune this week is In dreams and in life, nothing is impossible. Oh. And in your dreams. Nice. <laughs> I can dream a lot. <laughs> so can I. Your friends will be truly helpful in your next month's endeavor. Ooh. What are you doing next month? <laughs> nice. I don't know. I guess I must think of something big. Something so like color, color guard? guard? I don't know. Yeah, chinks. <laughs> or maybe your uh, your violin recital. Is that mm-hmm. next month? Mm-hmm. Okay. Next week. <laughs> oh, it's next week? I think so. Oh, wow. Well, next week. Oh, no, that's still probably February, isn't it? All right. Well, there we go. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. You can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. Drop us an email, lunchboxreaction at gmail.com. We're also on Blue Sky Now at Lunchbox Reaction. So you can check us out there. Yeah, I've been meaning to look at that. Yeah, I... I've posted once or twice. Once again, you know, I, I need to get in the habit of, of posting things. And then, <laughs> but, do, should I start reminding you? Sure, do it, yeah. Or, or you could post there. <laughs> That'd I, be even better, because then I don't have to do it. I guess I could, when I see <laughs> something new. There you go. All right, well, I'm Brian. I've been joined this week by Linnea. Goodbye. And Evan. Goodbye. And we will see you all next week at, at the, the lunch, lunch table. table. So long. So short.